2: Oh, eight days of being vegan. Here we go. Are
1: you ready to go to a farm and g- gather some pigs so that you can g- <laughs> I don't think what you understand what vegan is. What? Well, I mean, I know it's not meat.
2: I try to uh, congratulate myself of eight days of being vegan and I was hoping... Can I get a... Fucking soundboard in here. (laughs) Sorry, I had
1: some clapping, some ooh, some ahs.
2: Yeah, what kind of rickety show is this?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Listen, we had a really nice review this week, and I feel like they've only listened to episodes with you and I, which should make you feel really good, to be completely honest.
2: Yeah, I did see that review. I saw you uh, post that, and uh, I bet Marie's shaking in her boots right now because almost nobody wants her back. Am I right? Can I get a fucking soundboard in
1: here? I mean, even Marie doesn't, like, want you gone. That's the thing. She's like, I don't know. I don't think I can come back, and it won't be the same I without him. Like, we got to keep him, so... I don't know, but I did... I,
2: I'm like you're, I'm like the two of your child.
1: You are. I mean, Raleigh actually visited today. I was going to just record with him, but uh, yeah, I was like, well, Cody's going to freak out if I do that.
2: Yeah, I'm pissed off. I need to uh, uh, talk about my uh, update on my doctor.
1: Yeah. All right. Yes, I want to know. Are we going right into that right now?
2: Yeah. Oh, okay. I got my... Uh, I got my results in.
1: Oh, you got the results and everything. Okay, let's hear it. I
2: got the results in, and um, my heart, according to my blood work, is doing fine.
1: Okay, good.
2: Uh, my cholesterol is quite low. Oh, which good. is good. Good, good. Um, but I'm still gonna see a cardiologist. He's still like, we better make sure. Mm-hmm. So I'll keep everyone updated on that. Okay. But yeah, he was like, we're worried about your liver. What? Yeah. Really? So I have a high amount of liver enzymes, so I've got to be tested for hepatitis B. Really? Mm-hmm.
1: What is hepatitis B? I only know what A and C are.
2: I think B is the sexually transmitted one, isn't it? Is it? I think so.
1: You got hepatitis... Think, I think C is, can also be... Can't, uh, I don't know.
2: I think I'm I'm getting tested for B and C. But bro- I knew I shouldn't have had that three-way with Tommy <laughs> Lee and Pamela Anderson.
1: It is spread from blood, semen, and other bodily fluids. So, yes, you are correct.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Have you been around semen lately?
2: I knew I shouldn't have <laughs> um, drank that w- mysterious cup on the sidewalk. <laughs> But I was thirsty. It was a long walk. But
1: you are you not vaccinated against Hep B? Most children don't they get the Hep B vaccination?
2: Um, I mean you can still get it. I mean yeah, I, I, yeah. Even if you were vaccinated as a child. Oh
1: really? Sure. You can still get things when you're vaccinated, huh? No way.
2: Is this an anti-vax right? <laughs> <laughs>
1: This is sarcasm. <laughs> this is this is me being sardonic. Um,
2: um, but yes, yeah, so but the the liver it could be a wide variety of things. I guess it can be stress um, as well, and I mean like uh, weight gain. I think during the pandemic, not doing a lot of movement. Yeah. So we'll see. I'm getting tested for that too. I got to get a. Um,
1: it's the most common serious liver infection in the world.
2: Mm. Hepatitis.
1: <laughs> Hepatitis B, specifically.
2: Yeah, I mean, maybe I, uh, I don't know.
1: All right, well, uh, fingers crossed that it's not that, and maybe just some abnormal cells.
2: I I live here in a house with 15 men, mm-hmm. so. 15? It
1: was four last <laughs> week, what the heck?
2: Uh, We took in a lot, yeah. <laughs> And when you got fifteen Pick men up. living in a house?
1: Okay. Well, we'll be thinking of you. When is that test coming?
2: Um, I still have to schedule it. I have to schedule an appointment. They have to do um, uh, what's it called? Like uh, when you're uh, for like a um, when you're pregnant too. You an get ultrasound. Ultrasound. Yes. I'm getting
1: an ultrasound Thursday as well. I'm not pregnant though.
2: Oh my God! For you're my pregnant. own health issues. You're
1: pregnant. I'm not. Well, I actually, I don't know. We'll also update on that in a week. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> no. I don't think I am. But uh,
2: could you have hepatitis like me? I don't
1: think so. I don't think that's the core of my issues. But um, <laughs> I've got have got some other ones. So we'll yeah. see. Maybe maybe that that'll be what we ask Lauren uh for Valentine. Are we both dying? Will be our next question.
2: Well, I don't forget our love are, lives, but
1: because who cares if we uh, we're gonna die?
2: Exactly. Well, I mean, um, for for me dying, I had that update that I sent you where I took the uh, Facebook filter mm-hmm. that tells you when you're gonna die
1: this year. <laughs>
2: this year as well,
1: because <sighs> Facebook and TikTok filters are definitely accurate
2: it saw my enlarged liver in my face
1: for sure (laughs) yeah that's what happened i
2: i like how um i've changed this podcast just to my health update (laughs) it's
1: just cody's health updates health talk with cody um (laughs) it's like star talk but way more dark and way more boring.
2: <laughs> um, for Valentine's Day, can we get um Lauren and my doctor on?
1: <laughs> yeah, that would be interesting. When we when we get her on for Valentine's, I, I'm sure she's gonna do our our own our readings. But I'm wondering, I put out a poll on our Patreon to see if anyone wants to actually come on, or at least wants Lauren to channel whatever they're wondering about their love lives. So. If you guys are Patreon patrons and uh, haven't gotten a chance to respond to that, do so before basically February 9th. Um, and if you'd like to be on the show, you can just DM me on Patreon and let me know, and we'll get you, get you on. So, yeah, no. there's that. Um, and also, mm-hmm. like I said, we had uh, a good review. I wanted to read it on the show because it's probably Marie agreed that it's the best review we've ever actually received um (laughs) which is i don't take
2: that other reviews
1: i'm i'm not sure if that's saying anything about the fact that we just haven't had that many great reviews (laughs) (laughs) no it's actually just a really sincere review um they said love your podcast I literally just started listening today, and I love it already. I want to help you manifest your dream of quitting your job and becoming a full-time podcaster. I feel like I was brought to this podcast for a reason. I want want to know more. Why do you feel this way?
2: Well, maybe they have a question that they want to be submitted to Lauren.
1: Maybe that's the reason. Maybe. Maybe. I actually, after that... I read that, I was like, well, you got about 50 episodes before you get into a really low production quality, so hopefully you don't hate us after those first 50 episodes, because it feels like when we started recording this weekly, um, the production value went up pretty significantly, Mm -hmm. Mm because I started actually caring about, or actually learning how to edit episodes, and improving the sounds, sound quality. Also, Marie and I each individually got our own mics before we were just using one snowball microphone, and it gathered the most room noise like I've ever heard. I listened to those old episodes, and I'm like, wow, what were we thinking? I feel so bad. Someone told us once that it sounded like we were recording inside of a microwave. Um <laughs> I assume the microwave was turned on at the time as well.
2: <laughs> I mean, we we had, uh, for Spooked, about 200, probably 200 plus of our episodes. Wow. Uh, no, maybe not that much, but probably about close to 200 are uh, all, like, with a blue Yeti. There you go. There you the go. Yeah. So, now we... Uh, Hopefully make people proud. I don't know. Some of these Zooms, though, you know, some of these Zooms.
1: Well, then that was the other thing. We were using Zoom for our interviews before. And it's fine to use it when you get um, someone who has a microphone, like a a real microphone on the other side. Mm. But if you're using it and that person is using, like, Apple AirPods or some other device to record or not using a device at all and just using their built-in, like, um, computer Microphone, the audio is trash. Like I, it's like impossible to edit out background noise from that. So I stopped using Zoom. Obviously, for we, what we use is Riverside, um, which I feel like they should be sponsoring this podcast. But uh, it's great for um, getting high quality audio from everyone. Um, so that's good.
2: And but, this is the segment where we take everyone behind the curtain.
1: Yeah, behind the curtain of paranormal. <laughs> Uh, I'm sure you guys don't really care that much. Uh
2: but <laughs> like we don't give a shit. Just we don't get onto the shit. Let me Get, get onto the spooky.
1: parinormy. Um okay, so anyway, thanks for the reviews. Keep them coming cuz we love to see that. It helps boost our uh chart rankings and all of that and um we just also like knowing that you appreciate the podcast and that the effort that we put into it actually matters. So
2: This person, this new listener has now the weight of the podcast on On their their shoulders.
1: shoulders. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, (laughs) Sorry to that person. Uh, (laughs) Anyway. Okay. So I've got a few stories. One uh, we've got as a listener story. Of course, her name is Courtney as well. It is not the same Courtney that we have done in the past. Um, This one is by a girl, Courtney Crafton. And I just want to thank her for actually, she follows our Instagram account and saw my, uh, my request for any submissions, and she submitted hers right away, which I really appreciate. So thanks, Courtney, for that. Um, so I didn't actually read the whole thing. I just read the first few lines. I like having an authentic reaction, so I don't know what's going to happen in it. But uh, yeah, I'm going to tell Cody this story, and then I've got another another kind of crazy one from, from Reddit. Okay. So... She says, I've never had any super intense experience that I can directly relate to a ghost or haunting, but definitely some kind of protective and curious energy. I moved to a small town with my mom and stepdad when I was 17. We moved from the suburbs of Chicago to a town that has less than 900 people in it, one gas station, and one post office. When I was 18, I started working at the gas station. It was a gas station, general store, mini diner. This store was made of an old barn, and I can't even fathom how old the structure was. When I started, a couple owned it who had also recently relocated from the suburbs. At first, it was great, and while I always loved the job in general, the owners kind of got mixed up with the small-town drama and started having personal problems of their own as well. They just seemed to change in a way that was a little dark. The darkness filled the building. It was like the lights weren't as bright and you just felt negativity in the building. Even the regulars seemed to act different. This couple owned the business for around two years and then decided to sell. Another couple bought it, a local man and his wife who was from Canada. Things seemed to brighten up in the place. The darkness was no longer noticeable. The same thing started to happen with the new owners, though, and before too long, the darkness seemed to seep back in and things started to change with them and the vibe of the building. One of the storage areas was still as it was when it was a barn. We sold farm animal feed and kept it stacked in this room, as well as other items and cleaning supplies, so as an employee, you were frequently in this room. Every time the energy was dark, I was terrified of this room, whereas when things were light and happy, I never was. I never realized this much until years after I no longer worked there. Anyways, in this storage barn area, one night during the dark times, I had my hair pulled up and I just kept feeling this constant tickle on the back of my neck. I felt brave and just shouted, stop. Instantly, the hair on the back of my neck went down and I felt safe and was no longer scared being back there. Whatever this energy was, I never felt any negativity towards me. It felt protective of the property and of the good people who entered. It seemed like when people got caught up with the small town bullshit that it didn't like that kind of thing being brought into its home and was sad more than anything. I was there for four and a half years, And even when things were bad, it always felt like my second home and I always felt protected there. I feel like it was the energy or spirit or whomever built the barn and owned the land and clung to the storage room that was still a part of the barn and that they just wanted it to be quiet and left alone. No business has ever lasted more than a few years there and now has been closed for many years just sitting there. I feel like they like it that way. Thanks for never giving up on the pod. You guys make us all feel like friends hanging out with you on a Friday night. Congrats on the cabin and the baby boy. Much love, Courtney. Whoa. Courtney, that was a good one. Even though it wasn't like a direct haunting, I feel like not everyone is super, super sensitive, right? Or can like see a ghost or feel like an actual ghost, but energies are still really relevant.
2: And did you think that she meant congrats on the baby boy was me joining the podcast?
1: (laughs) Totally. Cody, you're you're a baby boy.
2: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um Yeah, uh the energy thing was interesting. The the thing that it kept on saying was that the owners uh when they changed, they also got caught up in the small town small bullshit. town, small town <laughs> bullshit. Like what is this small town bullshit? You know Why what? There's so much drama is it at the bingo hall? What's happening here? You
1: know what, as so as someone who just bought a cottage in a small town, it is very easy to get caught up in the small town bullshit that she is referring to because we have friends who live out in our area full-time and we go and visit them and they're always telling us about what's going on with the local people and we we city it's we don't care like we don't have any connection to the area other than the fact that we own this this cottage there and we we're kind of in and out like we don't stick around for very long so I totally understand what she means and like When there's only one local store to go to, when there's only one gas station, one post office, everyone sees each other and everyone knows everything about each other. So one little mishap, one little, you know, divorce in the area or one affair, it's everyone knows about it.
2: You know, uh, now that you say that, I, I do get it. Like my parents are small town, too um (laughs) it it, and it's funny because they always they're like oh so and so did this and i'm like i don't give a shit i don't don't, know who that is i
1: don't care who is that yeah I i know who
2: is that and then i remember over the holiday they had um this one guy bought like part of their property or whatever and i guess he's been like shooting a machine gun outside of his house or something (laughs) but it's like in the middle of the woods so i don't know um but a neighbor like way down the street like there's not a lot of neighbors around or anything yeah but he was he lives close to that property and he was calling my parents and like complaining about this guy right right um but it is questionable this guy i guess set up security cameras pointing at the other houses around him Oh, no. On the outskirts of the property, and what? is shooting machine gun in there.
1: That's a little weird.
2: Yeah, if you That's hear a of odd. criminal ontil uh, or criminal activity in northern Ontario, um,
1: ooh, it's probably
2: gonna be that guy. It's gonna be that guy for <laughs> yeah. sure.
1: But yeah, it, and even we we even spoke to our previous uh, the previous owner of our cottage yesterday. And he said, yeah, you know, uh, the one day, because they're trying to install internet in our area, like uh, five, five internet, and mm-hmm. some of the roads are owned by farmers. So they're private roads. So they have to get their approval in order to dig the road. Right. Um, but some of the farmers don't even know that they're, they have to give approval. They, they're they not aware that they have to like go and sign papers and say, hey, let, so they're not getting back to them in time so it's holding up all the the internet being installed and all this so people are complaining being like this farmer's just not letting us get our five internet and really they just some of the farmers just don't know that they have the responsibility to agree to this
2: yeah i'm feeling like that uh this uh story the bad energy on there mm-hmm. with the small town bu- bullshit if you're moving from like a city or from like uh, a very residential area yeah to the middle of nowhere where there's very little neighbors and just small town stuff around mm-hmm. you're gonna just get obsessed with the bullshit because you're so bored
1: oh and that that's like i think 90 percent of why you you they people do start getting involved in that is just the boredom i mean the internet sucks the uh there's just not enough things to do but um i wonder like it makes sense that it's in the part where there's still the oldest part of the building resides and that's where the energy is
2: and the hair was lifted yeah Hair lift, little tickle. Mm-hmm. That's a ghost.
1: Well, I just shared on TikTok uh, at our co- at our cottage. Uh, Admir thought that um, I grabbed the back of his head when he was brushing his teeth, and he literally turned around thinking I. And I'm like, when would I ever do that? Um, but he he didn't he couldn't explain it. He was just like, I felt someone grab the back of my head. And I looked around and you were just sitting over like a solid 30 feet away on the couch. (laughs) And none the wiser, didn't have any idea. And he just continued brushing his teeth. And he's like, I just felt a cold breeze on the back of my neck after that. So here's
2: a prediction. And Mm -hmm. we don't need a psychic for this one. You're going (laughs) to die in that house. That's just for real. I that think is it was, a demon
1: he didn't seem scared a bit at all you never know with, with really old structures cause a lot of history's there you don't know what's mm-hmm. left over
2: you're gonna see a ghost at the very least Good luck in that place
1: <laughs> well, we got someone living there for the next four months, so good luck okay. to that person.
2: They'll be taken out first, but then <laughs> they'll be just you. taken
1: out eh yeah. Wow okay. they'll be like, oh,
2: where'd they go? You'll find them uh.
1: um she didn't oh in the she moved to the suburbs of Chicago I didn't i i because I, I noticed she said someone from Canada came and then mm-hmm. I was like, well, how close Chicago's not that close. I mean, it's a three hour flight from like like Toronto.
2: It's the the windy city, though, so you never know how fast you could uh, get tornadoed in there.
1: (laughs) You just came in with the wind. Okay.
2: Yeah, (laughs) someone just got sucked from Canada on Sunday
1: morning. (laughs) You came in with the breeze. No doubt. Okay. So that was that was one of our listener stories. Now I have I have quite a few Reddit stories that I have accumulated, but I'm going to read this one because I feel like it has a a story that's actually been reported on in the news as well on top of the Reddit story. So I thought that that was pretty compelling. Um, Mm. And also the title of the story is The Murder House.
2: I mean, okay. a little bit of
1: clickbait in that title. I will, I will give you that. But uh, this is, this is was submitted to um, Ghost Stories on Reddit, and the username is Chef Lisa. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So a few years back, my daughter bought her first house. I was so excited for her. She saved and worked hard to buy her first home. She found a really great deal on a huge three bedroom with a swimming pool. I thought the price was way under market, but hey, a deal is a deal. The first time I went into the house, I had a weird, almost sick feeling. I did not like the way the house felt. The house had been vacant for several years, so I thought it may have gotten some mold in the air ducts. So I helped her unpack a little and took the kids to my house so she could get work done. The next time I came over was even worse. The house was always hot. No matter what the air was on, it was hot. I had never hated being in a house as much as I did this one. I was babysitting for her overnight, so I decided to make the best of it. I had put the boys to bed and was watching TV when I heard someone breathing in my ear. Freaked me out, but I thought maybe it was a bug flying, flying by. A few minutes later, I heard a growl, like a low, wild animal growling. Maybe the kids were up playing in their room. That night, I didn't sleep a wink. And when my daughter came home, I told her I was never staying there again. She told me she had heard things and the boys said there was an old man in their room. I told her she needed to find out what the deal was. Well, when we did find out, she put the house up for sale. Thank God it sold quick. Seems as though the man who lived there was actually a pedophile. And two people that he previously molested came back and killed him. So she attached the news article that was related to this, um, this house and the person who used to live there. So I guess once they searched the house address, this all came out for them. So do you have any? Like a Freddy
2: Krueger story.
1: (laughs) It's a little. So I will say after reading the news article that this man was never actually convicted, but there was just speculation. So that person who wrote the Reddit story just kind of has said, well, that, that was the speculation that this man had done this after um, search warrants were done in the house. So, so
2: it's an alleged pedophile. Uh,
1: well, the alleged pedophilia was confirmed with things found on his computer. As, oh, okay. for, as for the people who did the actual crime, that is alleged.
2: It could be exactly the Freddy Krueger story, though, because you know that was the parents did it. The I don't know that story.
1: Fred. What story is that?
2: Well, it's just Freddy Krueger. Oh, know? oh, Nightmare okay. on Elm Street. Right, because he was a pedophile, and then the parents all burned him in his house.
1: Got it. Right, that is similar.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, pretty good.
1: So, so I, I'll I'll tell the story of what happened with this man. Um, so the title of the article is Hanahan resident 71 killed Lombardi lane man faced charges in Hanahan man accused of having child porn on computer. Hanahan man may face 10 years. OK, I, I, I got to unpack that title because there's a lot there. I'm not sure yeah. who is. <laughs> I'm not sure who is.
2: Wait, do the person killing now have. um Children pouring no, on their computer. No,
1: it's just now I'm
2: confused. I am
1: confused as well. So let me just read this article and then we can flesh it all out together.
2: Yeah, can we can we get a big uh, <laughs> bulletin board up and we can yeah we can get start some, mapping this out.
1: <laughs> some string wire connections here. Just a one of those. Okay.
2: I need to at least write this out.
1: <laughs> yeah. So an elderly man who lived alone at the end of a quiet neighborhood cul-de-sac was found slain in his home Sunday afternoon. Berkeley County Coroner Bill Salisbury identified the victim late Sunday night as 71-year-old Roy Ray Bennett Bennett of 2 Lombardi Lane, and Hanahan police said that they suspect foul play. They wouldn't describe how Bennett was killed, saying that some details were being withheld for investigative purposes. An autopsy was scheduled for today, and police said more information would be released. It certainly looks like it's a homicide, said Hanahan Police Lieutenant Michael Fowler. It did not appear to be accidental or natural. Police have been to Bennett's house before. In 2009, he was charged by the State Law Enforcement Division with second-degree sexual exploitation of a minor. Police said they found child pornography on a computer in his home. The outcome of the child pornography case was unclear late Sunday night, according to court records. Bennett's body was discovered by a neighbor who noticed Sunday morning that his truck was missing. Police searched for that truck for the remainder of the day, and they asked the public to be on the lookout for a silver 2009 Toyota Tacoma truck with a SC license plate, and I won't say the license plate. We're thinking the person we're looking for might have taken his truck. Police thought the homicide was an isolated incident, and they say residents in the surrounding Toronto neighborhood don't need to worry Toronto. about... Toronto. No. <laughs> it has all the letters of Toronto, but it's not Toronto. <laughs> don't need to be worried about similar situation cropping up again. And then, yeah, basically, uh, neighbors said Bennett had lived there for years and that he mostly kept to himself. His one-story brick house with brown shutters had a U.S. flag hanging in front. One of his neighbors, who asked not to be identified, stood in her driveway crying while police talked in the street. She said Bennett made her family wooden crafts and exchanged Christmas gifts with them. She was surprised and saddened to hear about his death, particularly in such a safe area. That's why we moved here, she said. I don't know what to think about this. He was a good man. He didn't deserve anything like this. We're going to miss him.
2: But he was um, a (laughs) pedophile.
1: He was. He was definitely a pedophile.
2: Did they not tell that woman that before she gave her quote?
1: I don't think so, or that, or she didn't want to believe it.
2: Well, it is cur- It is quite curious that he wasn't arrested. I thought that that would have been enough to convict someone, finding child pornography on their computer. And this was called Murder House? Murder House, yeah. I feel like one murder...
1: There was one murder. A murder house
2: does not make. American Horror Story Murder House. That was one of the... Totally. That was the first season, wasn't it?
1: I think so. Was that based off of this? Like I said, I think it was a bit of clickbait calling it Murder House.
2: I don't like this story. (laughs) Listen, what was her name? Chef Emily? Lisa. (laughs) Chef, listen, Chef Lisa. Lisa. You better not clickbait me again or get your clickbait caused a a confusing story to make air of this podcast.
1: (laughs) Investigators say three people killed a 71-year-old man to get money to buy crack cocaine. Hanahan police have charged 39-year-old Robert Randolph Clark, 24-year-old Brittany Lynn Swanger, and 24-year-old Robert Andrew McFadden with Roy Bennett's murder. Officers say Clark did not make an appearance at bond court this morning, where all three were denied bond. The presiding judge said that because murder is not a bond crime, Clark's appearance was not necessary. McFadden and Clark were being held in Berkeley County on unrelated charges. Officials say Clark has previously spent time in prison, serving time in Wyoming, California, and South Carolina. He has also been affiliated with a gang. McFadden's father, Robert, said his son was brought up in a good home but just made some bad choices. Police Chief Michael Cochran says Swanger confessed to the murder and was arrested Thursday night. Lieutenant Michael Fowler says the motive in Bennett's murder was apparently for money. Fowler said that Bennett was giving money to another female before the murder occurred, and police believe that's how the suspects knew he had money.
2: This is nothing like Nightmare on Elm Street.
1: No. I mean, but this man did was a pedophile.
2: But I don't even know if I believe that anymore. This whole story keeps changing. Chef Lisa, I don't well, know. Well, they
1: if- found... No, the article, the news article said that the police did find... he they, In 20, 2009, they found child pornography on his computer. And were called, and he did... There was a court... Something in the courts about that already. But it has his killing by the sounds of it, does not relate to that incident.
2: This is like uh, more like, don't breathe. I have to compare it to a movie of some type uh, just to wrap my head around it. Just to this. wrap
1: your head around it. Chef
2: yeah, um, Lisa's taking me all over the fucking map.
1: So what I'm thinking, I mean, if for some reason this old man was murdered, and yes, he is probably haunting his house that he was murdered in. He's probably pretty... Annoyed and didn't know that he was going to get murdered for money at the time. So yeah, was this supposed to be a paranormal story? She said that in the house, she felt like she was the house was haunted and that the, the children were saw an old man in it. And then when they found I... out that this man was killed in the house, they were like, all right, we're out of here and sold it.
2: OK, I missed that part. I was too caught up on the other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs> yeah. So when she went over to babysit, she felt she felt she heard a, a growl. Um, she heard a growl. She heard someone uh, blow in her ear and that the little boys like her daughter's sons had seen an old man specifically said they had seen an old man in their room.
2: Well, yeah, you don't want to be in a ghost pedophile's house.
1: You don't. No, Nope. not if you're a kid. That's for sure.
2: Um, uh, yeah, I guess, uh, there wasn't a lot about the actual ghost. No, this. there
1: wasn't, sorry. There wasn't a lot about the actual ghost in that one. It was, it was more about the murder. <laughs> My bad.
2: <laughs> what a chilling tale.
1: Uh, yes, a chilling tale. Um, I can, I can tell one more story. Well, um, I'd love to hear another one. Okay, so. A ghost one, please. Yes, a ghost. There was a ghost in that one. It was the old man. Um everyone's just
2: pulling hair. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, everyone's pulling hair lately. Um so I wanted to do this one cuz it was hospital a hospital ghost story and I feel like the hospitals are just And I'll be in a
2: hospital soon.
1: Going through it right now. Yes, cuz Cody's going to be in a hospital soon. That's why I chose it. Um <laughs>
2: <laughs> I better not see any ghosts when I'm getting my uh, my uh um your what was it called? liver
1: examination? <laughs> your ultrasound?
2: My ultrasound. I better not see a ghost when they're giving me an ultrasound and seeing how big my liver is.
1: You might. <laughs> if anyone's going to see one, it's you.
2: My Maybe my liver is haunted.
1: Totally. My ghost is controlling your liver. Maybe it's someone, maybe it's a ghost's liver. That's what they're, that's why.
2: You it's don't not have even a your liver. liver in
1: here at all. <laughs> <gasps> <gasps> okay, so um, this is posted by Queen Hot Dog. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this uh, is going to be
2: good. <laughs> <laughs> i <It laughs> oh, familiar post- with her work.
1: <laughs> it was only posted 22 hours ago.
2: I think I read Queen Hot Dog's articles in the New York Times. <laughs>
1: For sure. Okay. I'm a nursing student and our clinical trials start early at the hospital around 630. There's often no one around and if there are people there, usually on the floor, working, waiting for the shift to come in. Last week, I was in the lobby waiting for the rest of my group when an elevator chimed and the door opened and I expected someone to walk out, but it was empty. I figured that someone may have gotten out and bumped on a button, but in the 10 minutes I was there, no one ever got into the elevator. The more I thought about it, the more it creeped me out because it just didn't make sense. I've been at another hospital in the area, and I'm convinced that a few of the floors I've been on have spirits or at least some type of presence because I hear loud thumps on the walls, the floors, but I only ever hear that on the seventh floor. One of the nurses I was with on a different floor had told me she's experienced things. I've tried to tell myself all of these things are doors closing or someone slamming cabinets or whatever excuse I could make up, but my guy... My guy says it's not that. There's no doubt that... This is a terrible one.
2: Who's Her guy? I don't know. I got a ghost guy. He says
0: it's haunted. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com.
2: It's my little escape.
0: Now Judy's the life of the party.
2: Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon.
0: Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. (laughs) Jumba. The chumba life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. J-j-jumba. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: He's <laughs> Baby, always right. Baby, my hey, boyfriend. Taunted. My guy says Oh, that my ghost
2: guy. They... <laughs> 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 Well, I want to say for one, because I want to be a voice of reason in here. You know, um, I believe in ghosts, but an elevator door. <laughs> that just doesn't opening? do it
1: for me. That, yeah, that literally happens no. all the time.
2: Yeah, all the time, especially in a hospital. Like doctors totally. have to go back and forth. They're busy. They think they got to go in the elevator, exactly. press the button, jump out and it goes down. Like that happens all the time. I've done that.
1: Yeah, for sure. So I'm going to debunk that one to like just literal. Yeah.
2: Debunked
1: yeah for sure um that one's just not a not a thing and her guy (laughs) um so and then
2: the other stuff in in that before we go into this next story (laughs) I just want to break down. So because an elevator went down and opened, mm-hmm. she was like, oh, this this is reasonable. Like, And then after a while, she was like, no, actually, this freaks me out. <laughs> this
1: is not reasonable. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's like, no, you're right the first time. And then the rest of the ghost stuff was just because other people were like, oh, yeah, I think I felt something. Yeah, pretty much. And then she was like, well, there's one more person I need to confirm with this. And if this person... If this person says that there's a ghost here, well, then I got to believe it. And that's why I'm going to go to my My guy. My (laughs)
1: guy. So there were comments that were left below this that actually some had shared some of their own experiences. Um, And this person said, I went to Job Corps on Treasure Island right next to San Francisco. Treasure Island used to be a naval base, and the dorms at Job Corps were converted from the old naval hospital that dealt with active duty soldiers and their families. Numerous times in my room, I felt that I was being watched despite not having a roommate assigned, which generally was amazing, since I was in the good kid hall, being that I was considered a non risk student. Twice, I had been sitting on my bed after class, messing around on my phone, and would hear a small girl giggle directly behind me, but of course, nobody was there. Months later, I got a roommate, and in the middle of the night, some invisible force started slamming on the desk between our beds. We both snapped awake and stared at the desk as it shook, and we heard the slaps. It stopped suddenly, and neither of us slept for, for the rest of the night.
2: Yeah, that would keep me up.
1: Yeah, for sure.
2: And, uh, yeah, little, little girl giggling?
1: Yeah, that'll do it. That.
2: No, thank you. Mm-mm. Kid ghost, even creepier.
1: Totally. And I will say that the majority of the comments, despite that one underneath the post, were saying, basically, someone pressed the button to go to the lobby but got off on another floor. This happens often.
2: <laughs> yeah, you press multiple buttons, too. That's another- Yeah. Yeah, there's lots of
1: reasons why. There's lots of reasons why that would happen.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: So not. But the other story, the the comment... <laughs> And that story was more compelling.
2: <laughs> um, who are you going to listen to? Those Reddit commenters or Your her guy? guy?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Queen Hot Dog. What are we going to do? <laughs> um, okay, you want me to share one more? Yeah. Okay.
2: If you got another one in the queue.
1: I got another one in the queue. So this one's okay. Um, <laughs> there's many reasons why. And, riveting. <laughs> riveting. This one's okay. I mean, hang on to, hang on to your seats, folks. This one's okay. Um, this one is, the reason why I wanted to read this one was because it says, Story from a Non-Believer, Why I'm Changing My Opinion. And okay. uh, it's by Throwaway Chapter One. I've always been somewhat of, skeptical of ghosts. I have always had people around me who attributed things to ghosts even when a logical explanation was available, i.e. Queen Hot Dog. (laughs) My opinion has begun to change. I began living alone, no big deal, I'm not afraid of the house, settling, or bumps, bangs, I have dogs, and they knock stuff over all the time. I recently got an Oculus. I cleared the room and made my play space. I also keep my dogs out of the room so they don't get hit or stepped on by accident while I'm playing. So I'm playing my game. My TV was off. After playing a while, I notice the sound on my TV is on as well as the speaker. I take my headset off, look around, and turn both off. I started playing again and then noticed my watch alarm going off. It's a digital watch that I never, ever set an alarm for. I rarely wear it. It was sitting in a drawer. So I think, okay, my Oculus is somehow sending a signal and these are somehow being affected by it. I start playing, but I have this weird feeling like someone is there. I look over my shoulder. You can tap the side of the oculus, and the screen shows your surroundings using your cam. I don't see anything, but I see my big dog looking at something, not me. I scan the room, and nothing. I start playing again, but I can't shake the feeling, so check again this time taking my headset off. My dog is still looking behind me. There's nothing there but open space. I put the headset up for the night because I felt weird. I have lived in this house for about 7 years and never felt this feeling before here. Fast forward to yesterday. I'm playing with some friends on my Oculus. I hear a TV turn on and my friends also hear it. This time it was a TV in another room. I turn it off and see the controller in the middle of the floor. It's a guest room where the TV is rarely used. The remote is always directly below the mounted TV on the console. It has sat there for months without moving. I keep getting the feeling I'm being watched, but not always just intermittently. I don't, know when to th- I don't know what to think. I have always been skeptical of ghosts, but I can't explain the remote. Maybe somehow, the Oculus messing with electronics, but looking online, I haven't found any proof of this happening to anyone else. I will update on any more occurrences.
2: Okay. I mean... I played an Oculus over Christmas for the first time. Mhm. And I cannot imagine what my head would be doing if I was playing that alone in my house. Because you can't see anything going on around you. It's like right. it's a, it's very much I mean there will be a horror movie scene with someone wearing an Oculus and totally. going in and out of it. Totally. Like undoubtedly. Cuz it, <laughs> it's <laughs> Like, you're playing your game, you can get into the game and everything, and it's fun if you have other people there, I guess. We had, like, a big group and watching one person do it at a time. Yeah. But if you're doing that at home alone, your mind's gonna wander all over the place. Yeah. My God. It, it, it would be scary. You're yeah, just...
1: You're, t- you're two in your like, yeah. I don't it's like, like sitting in your room, just like, I guess blind essentially
2: Well, wearing uh like a yeah eye cover. exactly that's why eye covers aren't for me either if i hear something i want my eyes open and be alerted and, and your
1: hands. other senses would be heightened right because your vision is just on whatever's in the oculus room like view mm-hmm. but everything else would be kind of heightened right like your sense of hearing
2: so as for the remote and the TV turning on, maybe you forgot where that TV is. I don't know why it turned on. We might be onto to something here. We might have a ghost situation.
1: We might. So It was
2: definitely better than the last one.
1: Much better. Um, so someone commented, I was watching old seasons of Ghost Hunters. They were at a bed and breakfast where, I, where a TV kept turning on by itself. Turns out it was a walkie-talkie frequency that was able to turn the TV on. Just food for thought. Remote moving, though, I don't know. And then they commented back, not only remote, but also the digital watch. Honestly, I would kind of buy the signal interference caused by the Oculus, but the TV in the guest room isn't close. I don't think the signal of it would even reach that far.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I used to have my TV turn on and off all the time uh, when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. In my room. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It was going wild, turning things on, turning things off.
1: Isn't that like a sign of a poltergeist, though?
2: uh, Oh, yeah. I was in a poltergeist. I got sucked into the TV, too. Totally. Um, Had a little clown doll grab me, (laughs) pull me under the bed. (laughs) Yeah. No, but uh, yeah, I don't know. My TV would turn on and off when I was a kid and the VCR would just like start playing or whatever. But um, electronics can be a weird thing. Yeah. Could be a power thing too. If you, uh, the remote, it's a good chance that you did forget that it was there.
1: Yeah, that's another option that you just forgot or it got knocked over by a dog at some point.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. But I'm not ruling out ghost.
1: No, I'm not ruling out ghost on that one.
2: I think if I was to send some advice to this guy, I would say, talk to your guy. <laughs> See what he says. And if I'm your guy, demon.
1: <laughs> well, you heard it, guys. That <laughs> You heard it. Throw away chapter one. You got a demon in your house. Cody Crane, your guy, has confirmed it. <laughs> oh right. Well, um those are the stories that I got for this one. Um some were better than others.
2: Uh, thank God we had the listeners submit theirs.
1: No kidding. Yeah, so listeners, the don't leave me to my own devices to find uh, ghost stories.
2: And the listener gave the little compliment at the end, too, thanking you for keep on keeping on.
1: I know. That was very kind.
2: Look at that. Look at that. You're. Whew, what are you going to do with all these compliments?
1: I know. I don't know. My head's just getting so big. It's just <laughs> full of secrets, but also of compliments. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh, I think this is the shortest episode we've done in over a month.
2: Thank God. Thank, Thank God. God I ran out of things to say. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, well, um, next episode is not the not Lauren's episode. Maybe it is. No, it's not. We might have some TikTokers on the show, too. So, look out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Some big ones. Not just big. some... Lowly ass TikTokers like myself.
2: <laughs> I'm I'm a pretty big TikTok. Yeah,
1: Cody's big time, big time on TikTok.
2: <laughs>
1: How many views is your is your video got now? Seven hundred and fifty. Yep. Really?
2: Pretty good, huh?
1: Not bad, not bad.
2: Yeah, well, I'm a star.
1: <laughs> Maybe I got are. some more.
2: I, I got freaking Marie messaging me over here.
1: Oh, doesn't she know? You're doesn't doing. Did you know her her we're job? recording?
2: <laughs> isn't this when you always recorded?
1: I told her we were.
2: Stop harassing me, Marie. This isn't your podcast anymore.
1: Uh, well, that showbiz, baby. <laughs> and until next time, stay spooky. Goodbye. Bye.